Beth turned and caught the toe of her running shoe on a crack. She almost fell, but only almost. She headed toward the condo building. On the way, she called Adriana's cell phone, but got no answer. After sending a text message that she was going to check on the cat, she followed the trail past the cafes and shops of Brookside. In ten minutes, Beth stood under the awning at the entrance to the ten-story building, becoming dizzy with the sweet aroma of the blooming red azaleas and violet lilacs that bordered each side. Before she could find her front door key, Chuck, the hunky security guard, opened the door for her, greeted her with familiarity, and recorded her visit. Hey, Chuck, said Beth. I've got to take care of something up in my rental, but when I come back down, I want to find out how your family is doing. No problem. Beth wanted to linger long enough to have a little chat with Chuck as usual. This time, however, she felt obligated to get up there and find out about the cat. Without thinking, she took the stairs to the sixth floor, another way she jammed exercise into her daily routines. However, she sprinted up the stairs at such a rapid pace, she stumbled and fell rounding the corner on the third landing. Ow! (laughs) What a klutz, she said out loud. Why did she do this to herself? Rush up here so fast she could have killed herself because of the convoluted whim of Adriana's neighbor? She knew why. She always went out of her way to avoid conflict, to appease people. Beth continued up the steps at a slower pace, favoring her skinned knee. The yowling became audible as soon as she stepped into the sixth-floor hallway. She unlocked the condo door with her landlady key, peeked inside, and came to a dead stop. Her stepniece's usually clean, neat apartment now smelled like a dirty litter box. Papers, pictures, and pillows littered the floor. Psycho Cat went bonkers when she entered, exploded toward her, hissed when she reached down to pet him, and then tried to climb her leg. She put her arms around the 17-pound yellow tiger-striped kitty and hefted him to her shoulder in an attempt to pacify him. Beth's soothing had little effect, and he continued his plaintive meow. When she put him down, Psycho Cat darted towards his food and water bowls in the kitchen. They were both quite empty. Beth filled the water bowl and then found the expensive cat food Adriana preferred and poured a bunch of it into a hand-painted blue ceramic cat dish. Psycho Cat chowed down, lapped up some water, and finished by licking his chops and then his paws in prissy cat fashion. The litter box in the bathroom was foul, and it took a while to find cleanup supplies. After she scooped the box, added clean litter, and sprayed the condo with some air freshener, the atmosphere improved as did Psycho Cat's manner. In fact, he rubbed around her legs and purred so loud, she thought Eva Standish might start complaining again. Finally, after giving the kitty what she hoped was a reassuring pat, Beth determined to give the condo a thorough inspection. As the landlady of several properties, she normally respected her tenant's privacy. If she, or she and her self-taught handyman hubby Arnie, had to go into one of the rental units to do some repair work, She would glance around and admire or disdain the decorating and housekeeping. The tidiness especially caught her eye because she knew how hard it was to clean a filthy apartment in order to rent it again after a tenant moved out. This condo was different. Beth had been here several times for friendly visits because Adriana was her sister Meg's stepdaughter. Since childhood, Adriana had known her as Aunt Beth and her children as cousins. Adriana kept her one-bedroom apartment very clean and as well-decorated as a 27-year-old single could afford. Now why would she suddenly leave her cat alone so long that he would wreck the place? 
When she went on a vacation or a business trip, Adriana always put her stepmom in charge of the kitty. Adriana's stepmother, Beth's sister, Meg Nels, had raised Adriana and was more of a real mom than Adriana's birth mother, who hadn't raised her daughter since Adriana was about three years old. It was 10.30 in the morning. Meg would be at school where she taught social studies to middle school students. Since Beth had received no reply to her text message to Adriana, she called Meg's cell phone, knowing Meg checked her messages around noon when she had time. Meg, call me on my cell phone, please. Nothing to worry about, but I need to ask you about Adriana's cat. It wasn't much information, but she guessed it would be enough to get a return call. Meanwhile, what would Beth do about Psycho Cat? She picked him up. He nuzzled her ear and started purring again. There was no doubt the kitty had been left alone for several days. Beth realized she would feel bad setting the appreciative kitty down, and she couldn't walk out and leave him there alone.